0: Welcome everyone to S1E1, a show where we watch the very first televised episode of various sitcoms and we discuss them. This week, we will be discussing Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, which lasted four seasons on ABC. A total of 79 episodes. We're talking about episode one, The Mighty Megalosaurus, which aired on April 26, 1991. So to start off, I'm your host, Jay Gags. I'm here today with my buddies, Gordo, Ferg, Joe, and Nick. Hello. Howdy. Hello. Okay, so uh, to start the show, right?
1: Before you actually
2: start, (laughs) I would just like to point out that this show is almost exactly two weeks away from being 30 years old. Oh, wow.
3: I could have sworn this was done in the 80s, not the 90s.
4: It's funny remembering it being on live, how weird that is to be like, uh, yeah, we're getting on the wrong side of time here,
0: boys. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so to start the show, we have the intro, right? And uh, it gives you this early, like, um, dangerous dinosaur vibe at first, and you you just see kind of like the point of view of the dinosaur walking and like going through a dark forest, and then it just, boom, cuts to the classic, honey, I'm home. And then it's just kind of a various clip ensemble of, uh, you know, from episode to episode, uh, montage rather. And uh, we see that this is not a typical show about dinosaurs, but it is more of a standard family sitcom that just so happens to be about dinosaurs in like a prehistoric time. Yeah. I think yep. the intro does a perfect job of uh, immediately letting you know what the show is and what the vibe of the show is. I do too. I do too. I liked it.
4: I liked it. I think it's hard to not be immediately hooked by the premise and by how good everything is. I mean, it's hard. I would say the two things to say right away from this before we get into anything are you could never do this now. It would be CGI. It would be a nightmare or it would be the Geico cavemen, and it just wouldn't
0: work. You (laughs) guys guys are not going to
4: like me this episode. (laughs) uh, Uh, Nick's not a
0: fan. uh, So early on, I'll say just from the intro alone and then cutting to the first scene. In the first scene, you just see them watching television. So it's DNN play on CNN in the and these watching the news. So you're already seeing that, like, okay, they live in prehistoric times, but they they're blurring the lines with, like, what makes sense, what doesn't. Like, they've created their own world with technology that exists for them. But right off the bat, I'm thinking the animatronics are phenomenal. I think they did a great job with...
2: I do agree in that aspect, yes. They were so very like well the, done. An-
0: I think the animatronics are great. And I think they did a really good job of like blending those worlds. And I think the sets, like, I just think it worked. I just think man, it's right Jim, off the Jim bat. Jim Henson, seconds, Yeah. Jim Henson creature shop. And I just think right off the bat, you just know what this show is. And that's something that I liked from just 10 seconds in, they've established everything right away from the intro to the opening shot. You know, this world, you know exactly what this show is going to be. So I, I kept thinking world. of
4: how indebted they were and how indebted we were at that time to the first Ninja Turtles movie. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> like this is, that's a to B on this side. one.
0: Yeah. You're, you're talking only a couple years difference and it's the same, you know, shop that made the same, you know, animatronic puppets. So all
2: I could think about, while watching this episode or the show rather was this is Roseanne only it's not Roseanne as the main character it's him and please finish that I want to go after you it's uh I just to the point where like the kitchen is laid out the same as Roseanne with exception to like the refrigerator and it's it's the it's the we're we're broke I can't afford any of this stuff my kids are crazy like it's the it's the same feel he dresses the same as Dan Arnold like it's the same flannel he still works the 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 manual labor job he comes home he's pissed off and it's it's the same shit it's but that's the same what it's thing.
0: supposed to be it's supposed to be a take on the typical like you know American family sickness. Which you know, right? Rose- but it was
1: already done, and just because it's Ro- done, Roseanne didn't like. invent that though, it was like a take on the honeymoon. I understand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah but say it's more the honeymooners than any. See, to me, it's all in the family. Uh, yeah, okay. they yeah. If Their you look job. at the cast, See, right, we all so saw got, something
4: different. Well, Sally struthers is in it, right? As the, the daughter, just like in All in the oh, Family, yeah, like, literally. Yeah, <laughs> the boss yep. is Sherman Helmsley from All in the Family, and yeah. his best friend is clearly trying to look like Stretch Cunningham, who is Archie's best friend in All in the Family. So, I totally agree, it does feel. Like Roseanne. I never thought of that. I think it's a great observation and probably more accurate to the time. But I think that there's definitely a huge debt to all in the family.
2: Yeah, no, that I wouldn't I never thought of that side of it either, but that does make a lot of sense too.
1: You don't think he was more Ralph Crampton? I'm sorry, Cramden, and um then the best friend was more
4: um oh, it, was God, he was his friend. I, I think that's true, but I think they made Ed him Norton. look so much like Stretch Cunningham too. But then again, I think Stretch probably looks like Ralph's friend too. Uh you even had the same voice. It
0: was Yeah, I just Oh he like, didn't like, have was, as much as
4: the buddy boy sort of thing
0: when you look at the show and you're seeing what this is like it's it's also an animatronic show about dinosaurs so you know, you're not expecting the same like level of depth as like some of the other American family sitcoms. Like it's supposed to be a parody of that, but set in a very unrealistic world. So I think as far as that goes, like you want to see them and think of those shows. Like that's the intent. Like they want you to think that.
1: That's a good point. Yeah. Um, Yeah. True. I also found a very interesting and a, a strange way to do things. The very first episode was a flashback story like yeah it was a flashback establishing the characters and then doing something
0: like that later down the line but it was to kind of like explain it and it it kind of gave you the origin it was like an origin story through flashback so it was also a morality
4: play which was weird yeah i don't remember it being such a morality play but it really does the whole thing with um you know we'll get to it but the who ends up being his boss's assistant there like they really build the world as like a very wholesome do the right thing sort of not like the movie do the right thing in any way but doing the right thing yeah
0: so um so we've we've met you know within a few minutes we meet the family like we said there's there's earl there's fran and then they have their kids uh charlene and robbie and then the baby and then you know throughout this episode earl is now explaining to the baby essentially how he came to be he being the baby like his origin story and like that's what's kind of setting up the whole premise for you know what the show is going to be yeah so now we know that and but like a funny note right off the bat it's like a world where dinosaurs have televisions and electricity and they dress, but still pants are not a thing. Pants do not exist in the world of dinosaurs. They Donald Duck it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, yeah. But, I did enjoy, was- I thought it was relevant to uh, this group of people that they were, the two things on TV they watched were the news and wrestling.
2: Yeah. Like, oh, that seems to be like, a bunch of people I know. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> I think I
2: had a very, we talked about this last week too with Friends, but even more so with this uh, this show, I had a really hard time seeing this through the eyes of somebody in 19, what is it, 91. Uh, uh I, I in 2021 i was having difficulties you know just saying oh my god this looks fucking stupid you know what i mean like i just i had a
4: tr- i had trouble with that this one for me against the friends thing was i've seen this before a bunch of times i watched it all and it was new jay i think you bought the dvds when they first came out maybe in i don't know 2000 I have, something i have
0: the dvds i have them on bhs i have some of them on bhs
4: right and we all watched them again and this was hard for me to take away episodes i love we yep. listened to the album a couple Times a year, the dinosaurs albums so like it's in my brain way more than it should be. So this was a tough one for me to sort of disassociate. And actually,
0: and I'm sorry for doing uh, not doing this sooner, but has anyone not seen the show before, or everyone had seen it? Is that established?
2: Yeah, I think we've all seen that. Yeah, I think, I think we've this
4: all was great it. for our age, right? So we're all pretty much born '85, '86. <laughs> Mm-hmm. neighborhood right so this is a show about little animatronic dinosaurs and again kids that came out when we were 6 7 years old so i think that we were right in the and it was was it tgif i don't know if it was i, I don't, was don't believe I believe, was, no, no. I believe
0: this was a tgif show for a while it wasn't like a mainstay show but i i do think it had a stint there i'm not 100% sure but i, I don't remember so. really
4: yeah i don't think we were paying attention i mean we were i mean right you sing, i can still sing, sing the song the tgif songs like i know it's all in there but it, i remember the changing the lineups around a lot This yeah. the, i don't want to alienate the user the listeners too much But
2: Earl sounds like Jay's dad. Can we agree on that?
0: (laughs) He sounds (laughs) like
2: Ricky,
4: 100%. I
0: I don't think I heard that because I think I would like the I don't show know, i didn't get that but,
4: uh, <laughs> i didn't pick up on that but now i'm gonna think that because i'm definitely uh, i'll put a rewatch episode and think of that now
0: maybe the aloofness but i did think it was good like so basically right from the beginning when earl starts to talk to the baby about like how things happen he also does get into how the world came to be the way it was it was kind of this like we're living in this world that or we're experiencing this world that's kind of a midway point between the dinosaurs we came to know and then like our world so there was a time like we'd be Less educated about about them kind of modernizing before they were extinct. So he had mentioned that they wanted more things and they created shelter for themselves and homes. They also it gave was, us it a was year touched on. 603 BC.
4: I also love, Six too, they million. make the joke that why are the years counting the other way? Yeah, that's, that, that was my yeah, favorite joke. Too.
0: Not, uh, yeah, I, I thought that was really good. And I wrote that down, too, because that, like, I, I wrote it down, too. It was a very clever joke. And it was like, what are we counting down to? And like, there was like that, <laughs> like, kind of like almost looked at camera like that, that's so, very and
1: Muppety, like breaking the f- fourth wall. Like. The
2: way that Earl and his, I forget his wife's name, what's his wife's name? Fran. 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 Yeah, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Earl and Fran. The way Earl directed that question to Fran was like "Eesh." like, it was almost like they knew what was going to happen. Yeah, it's a Which weird. is
3: very
4: Honeymooners too, that's yeah. Honeymooners right there.
3: Well, mm-hmm. I was going to say, if you remember the first opening uh, scene there, where they're like, oh, there's going to be an asteroid that's going to wipe out all of this, all of Actually, civilization. Yeah. And, then, and then they go, and then they hand the news the newsman, uh another letter, and he goes, "Oh, never mind. Contin- continue on." You know, I think that kind of foreshadows it too. And he's just
2: like, "Oh, that, that's good." Like,
3: so, okay, uh, great. We can have dinner. It didn't take uh, too I do
4: long like, after that. Talk about the dinosaurs and why they live in houses. They almost made it sound like a social experiment. Like, yeah, we thought maybe we'd try to live in houses and have kids. Like, they sort of really <laughs> weirdly say that it wasn't like I don't know manifest destiny bullshit or something like that. That it yeah. was like a, we made a choice to change what we were doing to just to see what it was like which I thought was pretty interesting.
0: What did you guys think? Um, it was pretty soon after they start cutting to Earl at work and you kind of see like, it's a created job, like tree pusher isn't like a modern job, but it's very like a like to being a construction worker in today's world. They were just kind of clearing fields for what we don't really know, I guess where they were going to add their houses. But I thought it was like, again, like we said, it's very stereotypical American family sitcom. He has a, like a nine to five job. You meet a couple of his friends. Now we meet his boss. It's the typical like aggressive boss. He's shy towards them. Um, I, I I like it. I mean, I guess it's tough for me to pretend I don't like the show so much, but just early impressions, like I, everything is hitting for me, like one after another. I think everything's yep. working. You know what you caught
4: my Sherman Helmsley is Mr. Richfield, which I think is just perfect casting. Cut you know, you know, out is... of the
2: park. Yeah, that you... nobody was ever going to recreate that guy. Yeah, you it's just I mean? he's
4: the best voice in the world. We're only a couple years shy from Mr. Nanny, his shining moment. <laughs> <laughs> I love, too, that they cut the roof. Did you notice they cut the roof out of the yes. um, office yeah. so that his head spikes
2: can fit through? I laughed that.
4: so hard at that.
2: I noticed one of those little things, too, is that Earl... Did you notice that Earl's lunchbox is a cage? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh, not just a lunchbox it's, it's a, a great little, little thing because he shows you know all his foods live the attention and that to goes
0: detail. back to the the fridge earlier in the show too when you see them like in, you know every time they open the fridge and all the hands are trying to reach out and like yep. kind of like escape
4: or the frozen dinner throw froze a block <laughs> yeah. of ice with yeah. arms sticking out of it that's so good
3: <laughs> or the infomercial that they're that the dinner that escapes is watching and he's like oh hey lady you might want to go look at this and it's a cage that they put on top of a pan <laughs> so that the food can't escape out at the top of the uh the cage be- I thought that was
0: funny so yeah I thought like you know uh we see him at work and he was he asks for a raise and I think they established his his wage was four dollars an hour which isn't even that crazy because I think I want to 62 say like,
2: million BC that's a decent wage yeah that's
0: not bad because like they were adjusting for nine, inflation you know there was there was still early 2000s there were still plenty of uh, states that were like offering very little more than four dollars an hour i made 675 in my first job yeah so. So not i mean not bad considering the time gap
2: but you, you they do establish too that he's been there for a very long time like what was it like 30 yeah. years or something he was there so yeah, cause like they establish
4: he's
0: older because he not to jump
4: ahead but they find out that um she's pregnant or with egg that he's going to be in his 60s when the kids in high school so he's not like a they're not like a young family this is like a surprise right.
2: baby and that's that's goes you know they got the 12 and i think it was it 12 and 15 or 14 year old
0: i'd be yeah. believe so, I, I have so, it yeah. written down. If I have it correct, I think Earl is 43.
4: Here's a question, has anybody here ever had to ask for a raise? Because that's a big scene in the show, right? And I thought that played well, because asking for a raise is kind of a nightmare. I've only done it a couple times, but Mm -hmm. it's not fun.
0: I've worked at a lot of places with very standard structure, your uh, wages based on your time of service, and there's not much wiggle room. Not as relatable for me.
2: I've been fortunate enough to just, you know, kind of get my raises the same way. Uh, So, uh, it might be coming soon, though, so I'll let you know how it goes.
4: Yeah, let me know how it goes. I had to do it a couple years ago where I, like, made a presentation. I had note cards. I brought in the hr person and this basically is why i think was, we should be able to drink high life at work <laughs> click <laughs> <laughs> to be fair at that point that was uh i think actually a prerequisite every day so <laughs> but yeah it's it's tough it's a weird thing to ask for so it's relatable right if you're in the situation i like the relatable aspect of this show we don't have uh, ferg has uh been in a different situation than us in that capacity but if we don't have none of us are like big family teenagers sort of mm-hmm. thing so it's hard to relate to all of it because it's based on i think it, or it's two people who aren't in the situation we're in but i think the little things like that like asking for a raise or like being afraid of your boss really played well and i like that they kind of
2: established the friendship with his uh with the friend too because his friend was kind of like yeah you you know you should go ask for more money you know yeah. like he didn't he didn't make this decision on his own he was coerced by his buddy yeah. right but
0: basically uh his attempts to get a raise don't go well. basically his boss gets in his head and convinces him to instead of ask instead of getting a raise just quit <laughs>
4: Yeah. yeah, which is, a, which is a, a weird psychological move. It's not what you expect in a show like this to have the boss be that level of like a psychological genius. Usually he would just yeah. be like the <laughs> blow your top because the boss is set up to be like the, the captain in a police movie in the 80s, right? He's like yelling yeah. and pounding on his desk.
0: But as aggressive as he was, yeah, he instantly just got in his head and just basically made him, you know, walk out of the job. Yeah, which
2: showed you, you know, kind of the psyche of Earl, too. You know what I mean? He's not uh, an aggressive type. He's not confrontational. He just yeah. wants to show up every day and, you know, go home at the end of the day.
0: And he's established as being, I don't want to say simple, but, yeah, there's not a lot of, like, depth to who he is. And and that goes back to a lot of, like, stereotypical American sitcom like like i keep saying that he's that they're mimicking they a lot of those shows especially of that era when you really look at the late 80 early 90 sitcoms the dads were always meant to play as the dumb role for the most part like that's just they were like the comic yeah. relief dummy and that was very much apparent in this show with earl
2: and i think that's emblematic of the time too is like white collar around then too is much more popular than it is, is now you know what I mean like everybody was
4: white uh, I'm sorry blue collar not white collar I'm sorry, yeah, it's a I'm strange thing lines. that's changed a lot right like now it seems more of a you go to school <clears throat> you go to college you get a white collar job whereas right that wasn't necessarily the case back then and exactly, i think everyone yes. here has done probably a combination of all those jobs so it's an interesting mm-hmm. thing to see the sort of breakthrough of both of those things have we mentioned the flintstones yet no, no no not on this there's a weird flintstones i mean this is very much the flintstones right it's the the live animals for dinner but then also he's playing dan connor to a degree right they're playing roseanne and then dan connor plays fred flintstone yeah in a similar type <laughs> movie yeah. what two years yeah. later yeah well I, so i i
2: looked this up because i i wanted to make the roseanne reference but i but this Show came out in 91, and I was like, There's no way Roseanne was before 91, and it is. It it was 88, was the first episode of Roseanne.
4: Yeah, Roseanne. I earlier it, than you think. I
2: didn't think I was going to have the argument because I figured it was after or uh, they had done it after Roseanne or before Roseanne rather. So uh, I was surprised to see that that was 1988 for Roseanne.
4: Somebody watched Roseanne recently, the older episodes the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. It becomes a way different, way more relatable show to you <laughs> <Yep>. in your <laughs> mid 30s than it ever did watching it as like a kid. You know, it's a, Oh it's yeah, a, yeah. It's, it's mind blowing.
0: To move forward with uh, with this story. So Earl basically quits his job. Now he's going home and has to tell his wife that he just quit his job and upon doing that finds out that his wife laid an egg is pregnant essentially i and, love uh, that yeah i did too yeah so uh so so th- i thought that was all it was all set up good and like i like the little scene where he's he's questioning if it's his he they, like he's almost like i'm too old like it, or oh no it, it might be a dud egg i think he said yes to her. So he, he holds the egg up against the light and you just see the silhouette of the baby just within the egg already before, it, um, you know, I like the,
2: the joke he made too, is he, he's, he told Fran, he said, well, we had three duds before and he, and she goes, no, we had two duds and what's his name? What's the kid's Robbie. name? Robbie. Robbie. He had two duds and Robbie. And he's like, well, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I thought that was good. And then, uh, so I guess like he was overwhelmed with all of that. And then, then questions, basically, uh, all the stuff that was talked about earlier to his son when. And he was talking about how the world got to be the way it was. And then wanted to go back to the forest to see if the old way was the right way to just exists in the forest and it was like you know so he's at a really low point and it's like this happens when you're watching the show and it's an animatronic show about dinosaurs and it's upbeat and goofy but then like he's hitting this point of life reflection and is going off into the forest it really like i think this show did a really good job of appealing to multiple audiences i think it was a show that you know like we said earlier for our age demographic it was perfect to watch this as a kid it was like so upbeat and fun but i do think if you're in An adult. This was an easy show to watch because it did mimic a lot of the themes of like other adult sitcoms, and I I did think it was good family television. I think it really worked in that way.
2: I think that's giving it a little too much credit, if I'm being honest.
0: Well, I think that's what
4: they're going for. I think it worked a little. I mean, I think it worked, right? You you. I don't know if they do it so much anymore because I don't watch shows for kids so much. You know, occasionally if our nieces and nephews are here, or they were before all the stuff you know we'd watch stuff and i'd, I'd pick out the jokes in like a spongebob or a paw patrol or something where we were like oh that's for me hmm. that's not for the kids like they're saying something whatever yeah, the show yeah. i think did a good job of trying to make everybody have a, a thing
0: yeah there, it's not so much like uh like a wink and nudge joke for you to pick up on it is it show that the structure of it and the storylines are there for an adult to also follow along
4: that said you can always find something even if that's not the case and this is the scene where he's in the woods and uh the little says says, just devour me and get get it over with. But yeah. I immediately went to sexual mode and just laughed for like five straight minutes and we had to pause it.
0: <laughs> so I, did I just like that. I'm sorry?
4: No, I just...
0: I was a
2: little actually confused at the end of this episode. I don't want to jump to the end, but we all know what happens. The essentially, from what I can tell, is Earl killed this dude's family, and then this dude gets him a raise.
4: He forgives him for the murder, which is a weird.
2: Yeah, yeah. it just it didn't make sense. It's like he, you just ruined this guy's home. You probably killed his family, but you didn't eat him. So now you're gonna give him a raise because well, he's now the new. He I don't was know. trying he was, to put on soup
3: He was trying to put on a brave face too. I mean, like. He, is we'll we'll get into it but like he as he gets picked up towards earl's mouth like you know he's he mimics this like oh i'm depressed and like just kill me get it over with and as earl goes to pick him up and as he goes to take him closer to his mouth you can see him like kind of go back a little bit and tremble and like really kind of get the fear of god so to speak scared into him and then he's like yeah never mind Right. So I want
0: to, I want to jump back a second now to just based on what we're just saying, we talked about earlier, Earl goes into the forest to, you know, you know, reflect on the old ways that life was lived pretty early off the bat. Isn't really too happy with what's going on there and kind of regrets his decision pretty quickly. But within a few minutes of being there, he sees his old dinner that escaped his fridge earlier. We talked about how the food was alive in the fridge. So it just so happened there their dinner for the night was able to escape. Come to find out later, the dinner was in the same part of the forest Earl goes to. So now his dinner and him get to talking and where Earl is showing up sad because of all this stuff and pressure in his life the dinner uh, it starts talking about how he lost his whole home because of all the tree pushes which happens to be Earl's job so it's very likely that he was the guy who did it he hasn't seen his family he doesn't know if they're okay and he has like nothing to live for so even though he escaped earlier he's now embraced just go ahead put, put me out of my misery eat me and with that Earl's realizing that he actually does have a lot to live for his life isn't so bad he has a home he has a family and there's you know there's a reason to want to be there so again i just think they did a good job tying in that story for me and and, and maybe it's biased because i just enjoy the show but you know there was a lot there and there's some depth to that that's an actual lesson you know like you know there's appreciate what you have and that's a lot for a children's television show which is why i think it was more a family show i, I thought gonna, it was a good message so was,
2: why that brings the question why does it have to be rubber dinosaurs though if they could tell the story because i don't disagree Because real ones aren't
4: around anymore, Nick.
2: (laughs) <laughs> this idiot, yes, no, but I mean, like, it's just so. It's, I feel like even in 1991, that looks stupid,
1: well, and it, I just can't, I can't I see it it at all. Amazing. I how dumb, I never dumb it saw looks. Saw them. I, I never want to talk saw about the scene in a second. Suits. like, I always, uh, even now, I, I saw them as dinosaurs, and I know they were fake, but yeah, like, I never just was like, Oh, look, look at those suits, look at that. Like, that's after, all, after I all I was, could like, see, like, it's amazing animatronics. Yeah, I thought they did a good
3: job of just constructing that whole world and kind of making you lose yourself Yeah, like in I that said, right
0: world. off the bat, I, I think they established that really well. And, you know, we talked about, you know, it got mentioned earlier to the same people who did the original Ninja Turtles movies. And the same thing, when when I watch that movie, I'm not thinking about how it's guys in rubber suits. You because know, there's Ninja other Turtles.
2: people in the movie. It's not all Ninja Turtles. Like, if it was all Ninja Correct. Turtles, that would be stupid. You need humans there to...
4: Well, humans do show up. It. Yes, yeah, it's humans at the end, do. man. But can we talk about this scene? I can't remember the character's name, but I've got a lot of problem with this one scene. Arthur? Arthur, right? Arthur is a traitor, right? He comes on super strong with a super green ecology. You knock down these trees. You killed my family. You're ruining this for everybody. You're destroying the world. And you get, because there's some heavy handed parts of this show, right? Where you're seeing this and you're like, okay, they're making a point. I wonder what this is ultimately going to go to. He doesn't eat him. So you're you're getting all these messages. What does he turn into? This guy killed my family. He's knocking down all the trees. What am I going to do? I'm going to go work for the company who's knocking down all the trees and then give a raise to the guy who killed yeah, that's my what I'm family it doesn't
1: make any
0: sense did, did he that part say that so he killed his family no and that's
1: I, I don't, know, no, he he saying that
0: like, it was established that he hasn't seen his family he doesn't know if they're okay it's very likely that they were his dinner and someone else's but i think it was more established that earl in that company not even earl specifically but the we say so company is possibly the reason arthur doesn't have a home so for him to go to work to the point we where City he's Mo, okay with dying
4: and then well, it's sort of okay he, he kind of lies but then but he goes on work for them. About it. He's working for the enemy. This is like
1: a no. It's a power dynamic change. Now he's the boss of the people that would destroy. And now his now he's
0: going to be able to acquire a new home with the money he's getting from the job that destroyed his old home.
4: And a new, younger, better-looking family.
0: Yeah, and so... he's not going to get eaten because <laughs> he works for the dinosaurs. Yeah. So not only he... you know, so he lost everything, and now he's going to have the very people that destroyed his home be the the people who pay for his new home. So you know, yeah, that works. that's
4: bad. <laughs> my point of view on this. Is all. All of that is bad, very, so very bad. It's funny, it's good. The show's f- fun, but yeah, that's so a weird scene.
0: As much as I give it credit I for agree. I think, doing a good job of the balance beam of like you know, having it had a lot of morality issues that tied in with like actual human shows of that era, there's also an element of this is a show about dinosaurs, exactly. <laughs> like you kind of need to pick so. a
2: lane, and I don't think they did.
0: I, I found it to be a good balance, but I, I, you know, I don't know, I just don't, I didn't I, see that kind of fly. I think, but when I watch a show like like this i appreciate when it gets real but i but i do give it the pass when it's a little off because it is an off world it gives them that to me it gives them that excuse yeah I think for- they, they took a very to
1: cliche subject which is the family sitcom and they put it in another time you know with yeah. that is, it, it made something we've all seen a million times new and i think it accomplished that
4: we talked a lot about in friends that there was too many characters i think this had too few characters because you're we missing two very vital people in the story adam and eve yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um so yeah basically i mean this whole you're really following this whole journey through earl they don't even do a lot to set up the, the characters of the rest of the family in this episode so you really don't know anything about like you know the kids you don't know very much about the wife you, they yeah, all you know is about,
2: about earl at this point
0: yeah so i mean him and the wife had a little bit of a argument before right because they wanted to spend some money and she wanted new pots and pans and he wanted a 90 inch television which you know even in today's <laughs> tutor for quite Robbie. we're not quite quite there. 90-inch televisions are not, they're not often spotted in stores, so.
4: Yeah, it's 2020. If I walked into any of your houses and saw a 90-inch television, I would be blown away.
1: Keep in mind, though, they're dinosaurs, so they're way bigger than us. That's so true.
4: a 90-inch isn't big for them. Oh, yeah, yeah even, that's true, I never true
1: even thought too. about scale. Yeah, It's always good to bring up
4: scale, scale when talking about inches. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: so one, one thing
1: one thing I noticed, though, between seeing the show as uh, a five-year-old to seeing it as a 35-year-old, is as a kid, I loved the baby as an adult i fucking ah, hate god that baby you. i fucking when he, hate he that came baby. out of the thing started talking and i'm just, I, I, why I does he talk why
0: him
2: yeah i don't know he also talking. in in keeping tradition with the gaggley only family he reminded
0: me of chris <laughs> <laughs> so um i didn't see my brother and father when i watched this show that, that, watch I think it again. that uh, image but <laughs> As soon as the egg hatched and we discover Baby's character, like, from moment one, it's like, this is the comic relief of the show. Joke after joke, very fast talking, very, like, witty for, obviously, for his age. I don't know, like, yeah, the Baby character doesn't hit as... As much as an adult as it probably did as a kid, because I just think you now relate to a different person more. But even yeah, like as a, that. even as a kid watching that, I would think that Robbie was the cool one.
4: This is another one where it's hard to disassociate yourself from it because when we were kids, that catchphrase was everywhere. Yeah. Like I'm the baby, gotta love me. The frying pan stuff like that was everywhere as a kid. Not so the it's mama. hard. It's, I'm having a hard time not being like, oh, we were so inundated with that.
0: Yeah. it yeah. was
4: a movie or a TV show. It was uh, songs. It was uh, McDonald's toys like it was just so present yeah
0: mm-hmm. so I thought for first episode they're doing they did a good job like establishing the world but I do think that they lacked a little bit in maybe introducing you to the rest of the characters
1: and that's why I wouldn't have done the flashback for the first episode the baby yeah. even though I hate the baby he wasn't in the episode until the like the story parts and the end they tried establishing mm-hmm. the universe
2: with the flashbacks I just don't think they did a good enough job
0: they just they I, fall- I think you're right for I think the-
2: flashbacks should have been
4: season. Like episode three, yeah, like give us a, a couple weeks with these yeah, people. That.
0: Well, yeah, because they could have really well because it wasn't really intended to be like a flashback episode, right? It was it was more just him narrating the story of the origin, and we don't even know the, if the thing is though, why. Though
1: they could have yeah. just showed that all as the episode. Right. Why did it yeah. have to be a story? Like, Agreed. why couldn't the episode have yeah. been him show like just showing how the baby came? And yeah, and if they
0: saw like I think if they had done that and they went that route, you get to cut out those scenes of him flashing back and forward and that gives you a little more time in the episode to build other scenes and maybe talk about other people a little bit more so that might have been the way to. you could have essentially had the same episode but included more characters uh, had you not made it a flashback.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah, agreed. Agreed. That looks like it should have been either in the second episode, third episode or later down the line uh, to come back and say, you know, this is your birth story to the baby versus making that the first episode.
4: You know, that threw me off in of this whole show that I'm kind of weirded out I- by just Paper. When you think of when you think of like the Flintstones, it's like he writes his check, he signs his name. It's always chiseled on stone. Yes. Yeah, he comes back in with a check, like a paper, a yellow paper check that Fran tries to put into her pocket very poorly. So you can see <laughs> the actor freaking out a little. Like, did that go in? Did that go in? And they kept the take, which I really enjoyed. Also, R.I.P. Jessica Walter. That's a bummer. All ah, right, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, about but it that. seems like his check should have been a big piece of
1: slate. Well, what's his job? He pushes down trees. What's trees made out of? paper trees are not made out of paper but <laughs> i think the point is what are paper made out of trees <laughs> shut up
2: the um what i think I, I mean are you ignoring the fact that he's wearing a flannel shirt and watching a tv <laughs> like <what? laughs> true true
0: like i said i think baby they used, in the middle english and i said at the beginning of this episode i thought they did a good job establishing what this world was like it's a merger like there's there's a compromise there's suspended disbelief here it's i don't know you just accept what you're seeing you know they, like there's no specific logic like that you're not going to be like this isn't of this time so paper can exist in a dinosaur world because they also have televisions so yeah
4: <laughs> yeah now, do sense. we speak English or do they speak English or do we speak dinosaur that's a great
0: question actually That's not the species all right that's I mean that's like a common tool of a lot of like there's like things that are supposed to take place in other countries right and we just like whenever the movies made it's just in English because it's just easier for us to understand because America the, the baby was yeah, but they don't speak with a dinosaur accent, Born and that really throws me off English, and kind of right? takes me out so, of the show. Did we establish what part of Pangea this happened in?
4: I don't think or, we did. Is no. it
0: more in our sector?
4: Um, they <laughs> also, did Pangea actually say? Around.
0: I was gonna say he taking does flat say, Earth
4: into context. He does
3: say, "Oh, I've never been to Europe before. I'm never. I, I'm 43 years old, and I've never gone to That's Europe
4: like, before." <laughs> That's <yeah. laughs> true. That's a good yeah. joke. Well, I also um, really love the idea of T T-Rex in high school.
2: <laughs> <a great line. laughs> I something I thought about watching it was. The the animatronics uh, for each—the animatronics probably cost more than hiring actors. They are actors. They're animatronic suits. Okay. Yeah, it's people uh, in the suits, shoot. but but but, but it's sure. not the actors. So they're voice actors. You
0: no. Know, well, to, well, it depends. Yeah, yeah, the the voices you hear are not the people in those suits. Right. And typically, there for to do that, you have someone in the suit, and then usually an additional person controlling a remote that's moving their face. That's not the person in the suit. Right. I'm just and saying the actor who's voicing it.
2: Right. So you're paying like fourfold for when you could have just made a show about people. And then I looked up the show and it's pretty much why he got canceled.
4: Okay. I was going to ask you, did you look up? I'm it's trying not to look things expensive. up before I watch them, but so I th- that was the cost my, was astronomical. Astro- that was my process. Process. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but that show made so much money early on. Like we said, like how marketable it became. And like, I don't want to get too ahead because we're, we're really trying to focus on this first episode here, but I don't know. I, that's a risk you're taking, right? When you make an episodic television, vision show that's going to involve that much animatronics and like set design like obviously the cost yeah. is going to be high so you're really banking on on that well
4: button. the network needed a show that would be a better show for less money and that's why it was canceled by the big bang theory Yeah, and i <laughs> Get the fuck out of
2: here! <laughs> I I That's also don't imagine Sherman Helmsley was not making a lot of money in 1991 either. Like
4: he was well, making, he had I to make a ton of money. To do. Then. No, he wasn't because that well, was he, I think Amen was still on.
0: I I think at the time, well, and Amen was a great that, show and that was a
4: pretty big show. I think, show with, I think Jack
0: A right? was on. Television that. actors didn't make. I thought you were going to bring up the nanny. Television actors didn't make what they come to start making like by the end of that decade. Really, like when other shows like Friends and Seinfeld, like when those actors. Started to getting like million dollar an episode, like when those shows take off, like. That's not quite where we are yet. We're almost there, but like Sherman Helmsley, as good as his career was, he's probably getting a decent wage, but they're not breaking the bank on him either.
4: No, people like that, actors like that, are making more money doing like Amex commercials and stuff to supplement. Honestly,
0: We're not the getting set, millions of dollars in episode. We cost now.
1: more than the actors and the costumes.
0: Yeah, and it's probably simple though. I'm sure they're like actually pretty, pretty small sets overall because there's not a lot of movement. So it's a few like static sets that they needed. They needed sets big enough for
1: dinosaurs, dinosaurs, Jay.
4: It's
0: definitely That's true. Again, I about scale so scale scale is an issue here
4: uh-huh. so what you're saying is they weren't being paid a lot they're working on the scale <laughs>
0: It's but industry uh, joke overall, for all
4: you people
0: there. Overall, I, I I don't know, like I said, I think the show works in a lot of different ways for me. I think like Nick, to what you were saying earlier, if you're going to do this show, why why make them dinosaurs? Why not just make it a regular show? Because that's the line they toyed. That show without the dinosaurs, and like you change all the jokes, it doesn't work. It's too simple. Yeah, so yeah the show without it.
4: dinosaurs is the Geico Cavemen show and we all saw how that went.
0: <laughs> it was amazing and it got Charlie.
1: God, ladies and gentlemen, that's the only thing <laughs> fan of the Geigel Caveman show. (laughs) Jay Gags
0: because I don't know if I'll ever get them to allow me to have an episode of Cavemen down the line, like, I, th- I would have to be, like, a... I'd have to probably, like, win a bet or something where I got, like... Oh, a- no,
2: Jay, we'll give it to you. Oh, yeah, we'll do it. No problem with shitting when, on that right, show for an hour. So,
0: but when we... Ev- <laughs> then when we eventually do Cavemen... Season like, three. I'll watch it with, like, you know, an open mind... if you just met a me? a fair heart, and I want you to see the show for what it is. Okay. Well, it is... Uh, like dinosaurs, uh, just a great representation of a different time. Although it's modern times in cave. <laughs> I would rather watch
1: Encino Man if I'm watching something about cave man. I'm just saying.
0: Jay, yeah, you'll um, push us
4: so hard that we'll finally have to cave, man.
0: <laughs> I think. Um, I I think dinosaurs, though. Like I said, it didn't have the depth to be to not have. The dinosaur element to it, like no, but I think it no, was, not at all. But I think it was close enough. You just that write different
2: was. jokes, is all you do. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think it they, they, from they,
1: trying they could to have go easy, in they could have done The same plot with aliens. I, I think I believe are, they did on TGIF
0: later on. But I think there I mean. are so many shows that if we really started thinking about like every American family sitcom that were barely more developed than this one, as far as the context of the writing and stuff like, you know what I mean? Like I just, there are, when you compare it to like a Roseanne or the honeymooners or any of those shows, like you're talking about, or all in the family, you're talking about like some of the most, you know, acclaimed, well-written shows, like, you know, that stood the test of time. But you can remember there for every one of those, there's 50 sitcoms that barely made it out of a season that were like incredibly dull, that just had whatever. Ever, like dopey fat, like, um, but this show barely made it, it out of a season.
4: No, four seasons. It did four seasons. No, it well, did, did four state. seasons of the show. They're, yeah. They're, yeah. they're rebooting it too, by the way. It did four seasons, That's and then they had an like, they I keep mentioning it because it's stupid, but I love it so much. They put out an album, and it is fantastic. They were big so, enough so to put a record out when like, I was positive this thing went one season. And no, died. so at the top no. of the episode, oh, I brought it
0: up, but I'll say it one more time four seasons, 79 episodes.
2: I don't think you said that.
0: You can reboot. Review the tape later. (laughs) And if I haven't said it before, I'm saying it now, but I did just say it for the second time.
4: Kevin James' The Crew just did eight episodes. and will probably be canceled. And this is the world we live in, 72 episodes.
0: You want to talk about only one fan Uh, in the world? The one fan of that show in the world is sitting on this panel and that's Berg. No, he's not. But he watched the whole thing.
4: The Crew? Yes. I I I, I watched it all in one night. It was Me too. Me too, I watched
1: the entire thing and I hated every episode, but I couldn't turn it off. I did the same thing with The Ranch. I fucking hate was but, so
0: bad. But you like dinosaurs, though,
1: though, right? I love dinosaurs. I'm probably, when we're done recording this, going to go right back to it and finish it.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, you know, we can start, Um, you know, anything else about this show you guys wanted to bring up? Like, were there any things that, it's a world of dinosaurs in a semi-modern world. Like, is anything else flagged your attention that you wrote down that you want to talk about, or it, did we basically cover it here? If That's Joe's
2: going to bring point. up paper, I'm going to bring up the fact that dinosaurs and humans never existed as at the same time and I hate that they ended the episode like that I was gonna say the same thing Oh, I so what
3: yeah. what was up with the hula hoop and that.
2: all that stuff it
3: was a weird <laughs> gag I, mean, I thought I that, that was a clever for, joke
1: but... it, it was showing they were evolving but they weren't
0: yeah so sort of <laughs> sort to of touch base on what they just said basically what happened was episode pretty much ends with Earl and the baby looking out the window and talking about how dinosaurs are basically gonna be the top you know species for all time and in the distance we see cavemen really unevolved at the time you know pretty mindless and they roll their eyes at them basically to be like yeah that's never going to take over and it, you know it's another wink to the camera because we obviously here we are today you know dinosaurs no longer exist we're here but um you know goofy joke to sign off on but I don't know I'm just I'm a fan. I'm a right, fan. It, gave,
1: it gave me a good laugh I was already laughing at the like the wink to the audience oh
0: he invented the whale and
4: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah I mean I laughed I'm not going to say I didn't laugh.
0: Alright so to end off then well you know let's go down let's see if anyone would green light or cancel this show based on the the first episode, or at the very least, are you interested enough to see a second episode? Let's start with Gordo.
3: Green light 100 percent I know it's expensive, but that whole world, the way that they constructed it, like the the fact that they are dinosaurs. I know that you guys were saying, Oh, that's cheesy. It's just another American, you know, sitcom, but it's just dinosaurs. Not you. I don't guys, know. Nick. It works. It works for me. It works for me. I love that stuff. I love that stuff. Instant, just I love the construction of it. It's so well done. Uh
1: yeah 100 percent green light for me ferg where do you stand 100 percent green light here too and anything jim henson works on man green light the shit out of it i i love the effects of it i love the setting it's a great show it's pretty funny like I said after we finish this i'm probably gonna go in my room and watch episode two so
0: <laughs> yeah joe green light or cancel
4: green light it's weird it doesn't make any sense it's good, but it's not very good, but it's good. I think it's interesting. It hits all the marks of all the sitcoms that you love. It's weirdly modern. It makes no sense at all. Uh, green greenlight it.
0: And we'll go to Nick. So
4: I was, I
2: would be lying if I said I wasn't entertained at any point. I was definitely, a few of them caught me. Uh, I liked um, obviously, the animatronics um and the, the sets and stuff, they were really nice. At the end of the day, though, I could not care less about seeing another episode of that show after watching it again. I just it, it just it wasn't for me. I, I mean, I'm not going to shit on you guys for liking it, but oh, it just wasn't for me. Oh, earned. All
0: right. Well, um, so I'm canceling that show. So I think I've been your ass. Clear. With how I feel about this show, I absolutely loved it. Uh just even just based on this first episode alone, like I said, I think they established a setting great. I think it was a great balance. I think it was something that you could watch as an adult as a child. Absolutely want to continue to watch it. So 100% green light, no questions. To sign off, I just want to say again, thank you everybody for watching the show. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, feel free to go to s1e1pod.com. You can find the links to all our social media there. Be sure to subscribe to this channel and we will catch you next week. Thank you so much.